This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk. Swinging for the fences. Knock it out the park. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, Christian and Chris, of course, SGR, this is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk, record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas. Welcome back, this is episode 358 of the N-Y-Y-S-T podcast, we are live on N-Y-Y Underground, I am your host Christian, and one minute behind me, my co-host Chris, you? And SGR. What up? Why am I one minute behind you? Ah, uh, you okay. fucking scummy. You're <laughs> oh, scummy. shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. My boys. Scummy. You're just going right to scum. Yeah, why don't, right? we, uh, why don't we fill in our audience on what that uh, little inside reference was? Right to scum. That was great. Nah, yeah, that, I was, I was honestly. Pocket waiting for it. I was very happy for you. I was waiting for the right moment to <laughs> zing you. That was pretty like, good, dude. I'm going to do it in 25 minutes. I'm like, okay. Right, okay, okay, so just know something. That was all because I care about you. Oh, you were and motivating me, huh? Okay. I know how much this meant to you. And I knew that you needed something beyond yourself to motivate you. And I did it. And I did it. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, Thank, so you. This is- Thank you to me. You're welcome. Well, this, is, this is Chris taking credit for the uh, six months of tr- Training that I did. I had it first. Fuck yeah. He had it first. Okay. How many okay. times do you think you listened to Eye of the Tiger during that? Uh, probably one. No, training uh, during the last week. I was getting the live up on my phone. What? Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll do a live. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, Chris and I were in Philadelphia on uh, on Saturday. We competed in. It's not really a competition. We ran some, in the. Uh, some people call it Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I okay. don't because I'm a Philly fan now. Uh, well, it it was Philadelphia based on some of the things I found on the racetrack. So okay. Okay. But we what had a good the time. Racetrack, like it was just the streets. Yes, yeah, the streets, dog. It's the streets of Philly, dog. <laughs> Down. What's that famous street? Pennsylvania like, Ave. No, no it's, it's over by Benjamin uh, Benjamin Franklin. I don't know. Uh, Someone in the chat maybe can drop that for me. There's like a fucking. It's street. Kelly Ave, Benjamin Franklin Parkway over. There. I don't that's, know. What up, Anthony? What up, Medina? Uh-huh. Medini. So, okay, if you're in the chat, please uh, like and subscribe. We're over 20k now. Let's uh, now the next goal is 30. Let's get there by opening day, huh? Come on, I think uh, we can do that. Okay, okay, it's not uh, impossible. Okay, all right. 
Uh, and uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star rating and review. Okay. Okay. Or Spotify. or Spotify, or Spotify, or YouTube. Yeah, you could watch Hit us now. Like. Hit that like. Just if watch you. Live. Watch us. Watch us. Watch. Okay. Well, Chris had it first. Okay, he motivated me. He had it first. I had it first. Okay. Okay. That Garrett Cole is the undisputed best pitcher in baseball. Okay. Yeah. Year it's official. I was a minute behind. You were a year behind. A year, but uh, true. Ahead. I had the yes. Year ahead. So uh, last night it was official, uh, officially official. Garrett Cole was named the 2023 American League Cy Young. He won it unanimously. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be a unanimous vote. I thought somebody would have felt bad for Sonny Gray, who uh, admitted that he's a mental midget. Uh, but that's well, you know, I had we'll to get, throw my slider more. We'll get that in in a quick second, more but, like a southern lady. Well, that's what he sounds like. He's like, Ooh, I'm like, like he like fan, does he fan himself? When yeah, he, he drinks he drinks oh. uh, uh, lemonade with three ice cubes on a hot summer day. Okay. <laughs> wow, this is surely refreshing. Oh, this, this is surely refreshing. Surely refreshing. I wish I could throw my slider more. Cincinnati air, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sonny Gray basically last night when they were interviewing him during the uh, award show, I said that uh, the biggest thing for him after leaving New York was getting his head right. Yeah. Meanwhile, you could hear his wife. It. You could hear yeah. his wife with another man in the background because he's a cock. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, at least he was uh, Garrett, honest with the media. Unlike when he was in New York, he was fucking just dipping and diving. Cole won the Cy Young Award. It was a, like I said, it was a, a unanimous vote uh, for Garrett Cole. And the thing I love most about Garrett Cole is he's the most socially awkward person I've ever it's met crazy. in my entire life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like Pedro Martinez, this was so funny last night. Amy's sitting right next to him, and Pedro throws him a fucking meatball right down the fucking plate. Throws him a fucking BP fastball. Says, who would you want sitting next to you when you receive the award? And he specifically uses the word she. And he's like, and it still takes him like five five minutes to figure out. He's like, well, Uh, I guess, uh, I guess. It would be hard pressed not to say Amy. <laughs> like, Wait, no shit, dude. <laughs> and you know what the funniest part of the whole thing was? You know, Garrett Cole is like, he's socially awkward, but he's also a very professional person. So you know that the whole thing was like set up. It was like, I don't want to be at home. I'll be at my agent's office. And like, no, Amy, you can't be in it with me. This is a professional thing. The ki- You know, the kids... Do they have one kid or two now? Two. The kids can't be here, whatever. You guys have to sit out. And then when the American League Cy Young candidates come up, everyone's with their family except for Cole. And then after the first commercial break, Amy's next to him. It was like, Amy, no, come on. Amy, come over. We got a a super chat. Sorry to interrupt, but I got it for my boy, Ra. Because he's dropping. He's dropping. Special shout out. To both Christian and Chris for running the 5K. Now I fully expect you two to run with me in 2024 NYC Marathon. Also, as much as I want Yamamoto, I wouldn't mind Blake Snell behind Cole. Love you guys. The only way I'm running uh, with you is if I'm dead and you have an urn with my ashes and you you run with it in your hands. Might be doable. 
I bitched out of signing up for the 10 miler next year. So there's no way that I'm doing, I'm doing man, a marathon, no but God bless you, man. So yeah, yeah. fucking wrong. Uh, well, who are you just talking about now? Cole, Cole, Amy wasn't allowed. And then, then she was. Why the dog is barking. I just put him on camera because I thought he wanted to get his five minutes in. Oh man. All right. Yo. Okay. All right, just I gotta take care of this. Hold on. All right, Chris. I feel like this is our first uh, pod in a while together. Yeah, man. Right. It's been like a month. It's been a long day. Did you watch the Cy Young stuff last night? Um, I well, I don't have, I didn't have the MLB Network app, but that was, I'm guessing that's what it was on, right? But I did watch that clip you sent me of his dad celebrating off camera, and then they get on there. Didn't his didn't did you like were you able to really look at it like his dad, yeah him and his dad look identical very alike even their mannerisms were very similar like they're yeah, that was, everything that was a really cool clip it's so funny yeah. to me like cole is so like christian was saying he's so awkward but he's also like very he's a very composed person and like the emotions almost seem like forced a little yeah, but when it he's is on like the very, mound. He's like yeah. a fucking he's an animal. Yeah, so, that emotion comes out, you know, on the bump, but in the pressers and stuff. But no, he'll he'll crack some jokes every now and again. He's just very straightforward to the point and monotone and kind of just you know, I kind of like that the whole time. Him. You know, I gotta thank my mom and dad. They always supported me. <laughs> Having catches in the backyard. <laughs> Realized he didn't have his bone, so he wanted to go in the other room and get yeah. it. Okay, doggy's gonna have his bone, all right? Okay, go ahead. I was gonna make a really good point about Garrett Cole, too. And you forgot? Well, I I forgot as soon as Ryan interrupted with the uh, super yeah. chat from Ra. I always, I always interrupt for Ra. Christian, you want to know a point I'll make? You kept What's saying that? leading up to this, if he doesn't win, if he gets snubbed, that you're gonna fucking. You're going to M someone. Okay, I won't say it. I don't want to get us banned from YouTube. But end? Okay, okay. Unalive. Am, am unalive. Um, and leading up to it, I was like, there's no way. But then... Well, like, that's what I was going to say. Uh, you notice how he was at his agent's office, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know who else was at his agent's office last year? Aaron Judge. Uh, Aaron Judge. You think that they tipped these guys off? Because if I remember correctly, the other two finalists were at home and Judge was at his agent's office mm. and, and Cole was uh, at his agent's office and the other two finalists were at home. I don't pay attention. The other one awards I don't pay attention to because I don't care because they're not Yankees. But mm. I, I did notice that. Yeah. You, I think it's also like. I don't know. This could sound dumb, but like they're New York Yankees. Maybe it's like a different level where you don't want that moment you don't want to be at your house because i'm still waiting for my 20 dollars, ryan by the way yeah i owe wow, you big dude i basically owe you 40 because i would have also thrown in the cy young award although garrett cole's just on another level i just didn't think it would happen but you know but these last two years you would say that judge and cole were pretty much no brainers so i mean you would have had to, to do with you it had well. to give it to judge last year well yeah. sgr to be fair did say they'd have to have like insane years yeah, that is what Cole, I Cole I and Judge had years. years. This is the best Yankee pitcher since 1978. Yeah, and like it, just you unbelievable. Know do you know what's really screwed up about Aaron Judge last year? If he hits 59 home runs, he's not the MVP. They would have given it to Otani. 
Didn't know Tani just win tonight. Yeah. yeah, unanimously. And he so did. did Acuna was voted unanimously as well. Yeah, that's fair. You got any thoughts to get out before I interrupt you with another super chat? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We go got ahead. Jeff go J. What's up, fellas? Buying you all a six pack to celebrate celebrate the bright spot of 2023. Cheers to Garrett on dominating. Hopefully, we have another four years of the same performance. Hashtag God bless. Hashtag let's go NYYU. Wow. Thank you, oh, pal. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Just to put a bow on Garrett Cole's season, uh, he was he he was really out. I don't know what he's crying about. He had his bone now. No one can hear. Yeah, it's barely. No hear him. He's climbing up my back is what the problem is. All right. So you got the dog. You got El Gato. I mean, uh, animal. Capero, El Gato. Capero. One thing that really came through last night, right, watching him – and see, and you know, seeing the highlights of his season, and everybody, uh, you know, throwing roses at his feet, is that first of all, the first thing I want to say is that, you know, I fought a lot of you people, a lot of yous, go dating back to 2020. Oh, he's gonna be a he's a bust. He's not worth it. He can't pitch in the big game. Blah blah. 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 And then yesterday, leading up to the announcement, oh, that's my ace. We love you, Garrett. Tonight's your night. Stop. You're fake. You're a jabroni. Okay? okay. I had it first. Okay. I had it first. So let's stop with the fake love for the guy because, you know, a lot of you were trying to throw the guy out, out of the Bronx uh, three years ago. Okay. Number one. They didn't even want to get this. Is the problem. This is going to be a problem. Going forward, and you guys want to get all these superstars, you never give them a, a, 10 seconds to get themselves acclimated to pitching or playing in New York, okay? And that goes for you know, the same thing happened with John Carl Stanton, which we're going to. If Elgato shows up here, which we're going to get into uh, later on in the show, okay? okay. That, that's number one. Number two, they, they, this guy needs to win a ring here. It has to happen. I mean, what what bigger chills moment would you have than Garrett Cole taking the mound in a game in a clinching game in the World Series that he's going to go out there and give you seven innings, one run, ten Ks in a game in the Yankees, where the Yankees win the World Series? Can I give you one Seriously. better? Can I give you one better What's than that? that? Because this what? is more Garrett Cole to me. Game before the clincher, he throws seven innings, shutout baseball. And then he comes in in the fucking eighth or ninth in the in the game clincher to close out the World Series win. Ooh. That's my Garrett Cole. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. But I, I want I would rather in a game six. Let's just get to the fucking back, World Series. Back guys. at home. The yeah, Yankees took a three two all these scenarios. Yeah, that sounds great, man. I, I just, <laughs> just get, get to there. I don't care if it's Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, fucking but Nestor's not gonna be here. Okay. Right. You know what I was thinking about? I, I was talking what? about I was talking about 2009 when we were there mm-hmm. and won the pennant. Like, yes, it's great memories. I was I I had only been driving for like yeah. how many? Like you're that's how long we're talking now. Like yeah, 2009. Right. You were, yeah, you were like what 21 ish. I think I was 20. 20. 20 yeah. I I, hold 20. on a second. And uh, it's just like it's been. Yeah, we would drive there every fucking. We used to go to 20. I used to go to 20 games a year. 20 oh, plus yeah. games a Remember year. That one game got rained out. We got we had a turnaround like when we Yeah. We that was that there. that was the pennant. 
Oh yeah, and then we then they rescheduled it, right? To the next day. Yeah. Yep, we were yep, so yep. fucking pissed, man. Yeah, dude. It was like all day we were trying to make excuses. We were like, no, it's gonna yep. downpour. And then we we were listening to the radio. It was we were at the Fort Lee exit. It's the last exit before crossing the bridge. And they just called the game and we yep. were able to turn around. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. All right, so if they if they, if they get next year playoffs, we got to go together because maybe we're the good luck charm. Maybe, dude, gotta be there together. We've been to some good uh, games. Dogs yeah. being weird. Dogs being weird. Ah, yeah, shit. yeah. So Garrett Cole, baby, finally gets his recognition. Let me Cy ask Young. you this: What's that? Let me ask you this, Christian. Yeah, put your bias aside because we know you love him. Is this the best? Have we seen the best of Garrett Cole? I'm not saying he can't be great. I'm not saying he can't be dominant. I'm not saying he can't lead this team to a World Series victory. But is this the best we've, we will see of Garrett Cole? He's set a pretty standard for himself this year. You, absolutely. And I wouldn't be disappointed if it's the best. But what I'm saying is every player has that. It's going to be. I mean, it's going to be. The other end of the, it's the other half of the career now. Are we on the, the the decline now? I don't know. I well, what if the what if the what was the year right this year? Two two what? six three. Okay, that's what if it's real. what if it's two eight five next year? That's Are you going to say he's a, that's come same, on that's fucking same perfect same? You're going to say he's on a decline because his his ERA went up a quarter? Well, no, no, no. That but that's what I'm asking you, right? Like, is this is this prime prime now? Are we prime Garrett Cole like prime within the prime? Right, if that makes sense. I think it's two year. I think I think we're in a peak prime. I think we're in a three year. I think we're at the beginning of a three year window where we're getting peak. That's what I'm asking you. Okay, Garrett Cole. I don't think. I don't think he's going to have a huge drop off next year. I still expect. It's hard. It's hard to say someone's going to have a huge drop off when his last start was a complete game shutout. But here's the thing. I I think he really under not that Garrett Cole never understood. How to pitch? I think he really like because he's a very cerebral guy. We all know that about him. I think he, I think he really gets it now. You notice how dominant he was this year and how uh, down his strikeout numbers are compared to his career. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Yeah, he's pitching more. Yeah, I gotta say, and we say this how many fucking times, man? It's unbelievable to me that you can look at all his numbers and they showed him last night how many he was. He ranked first in the American League or mm-hmm. Major League Baseball. I don't even know. And to me, it's like we're not even talking about. I mean, his innings were on there, but just the sheer fact of that dependability factor, him taking the ball every five days. I don't even like. I guess it's because we're just, we've been. F- We've been faced with so many injuries now as Yankee fans, like dealing with that, that I never appreciated that aspect of a player the way I do right now with Garrett Cole. For sure. I feel like another way to appreciate him too and gets overlooked is how much he helps others on the team. Cause you, you heard that a lot this year from other pitchers that, that, you know, and you saw it, you saw him who was right next to every starter when they came out of the game, Garrett For Cole sure. was there talking to them. And they, they mentioned it in their press conferences. Clark I Schmidt would, Michael Cole is, would. I think he's a great leader. Yeah. I think the Yankees still need Judge to be 
it's see it's so tough for judge to be the leader that he that he needs to be when jeter what year did jeter was jeter named captain well, I want to say it was 03. I mean, we're talking about a dude who had won four yeah, rings already. Very good. Right? Like, Judge isn't a champion yet, so it's a little bit, sure. I guess it's a little, it's a lot different. I don't know, man. Cole was Cole was a great leader on this team, and, and he really led that rotation for sure. Yeah, I guess yeah, you can I, almost compare him to Don Mattingly as captain for right now. Well, that's what I said a long, uh, a long time ago, that, you know, the Yankees have to make sure or that Judge's legacy is Derek Jeter's and not Don Mattingly's. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean they they do have a long they do have a long a long way to go here about building a winning team around these two guys. But again, there was another narrative being thrown around last year. The Yankees have to stop wasting Judge and Cole's primes. I was like, yeah, I know. We've been saying it for like two years now. Mm-hmm. Seems like everything that we say on this show gets repeated by people. You know, weeks later, yeah, months does. later, and then they take credit for Yamasoto. it. Yamasoto. Okay. Yamasoto. Okay. Yeah, I, like just to get back on the, that point about Garrett Cole, do you, what do you think? You th- Do you think this is the peak and we're on the decline, or do you think he's in a dominant, the dominant window mm-hmm. that we've been waiting for? Yeah, no, I think you hit it right on the head. And my point for asking that is, you know, we've been talking about this window that the Yankees have to to build a championship team. Like you're seeing it right in front of your eyes. You're seeing that window open and and you have to ask yourself now, how many more years do we have of a guy who he put it all together? Like even the best of the best can be great without putting it all together. And then when they do, the clock starts. Right. Well, we they have, have- we have in two my opinion, years, yeah, my that's opinion. my. I was gonna say, in my opinion, the Yankees have two years where Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole are going to be at the absolute top of their games, absolute top. And then I think in two years we're going to start to see the, like you said, the other half of their career. Not saying they, that they still won't be great. Correct. Not still in that saying that they still won't be, you know, top of the sport players. But I for the next two years. We're going to have Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge be at the peak of the sport, at the peak of their talents. And that's why it's so important to go all in in this offseason. That's why, look, and I, unless you got anything, I can sit here and talk about Garrett Cole all day, but unless you have anything other that you want, I think this segues into something else I want to talk about here. And that's why. Now, I don't think it's why Brian Cashman said what he said about John Carl Stan, but to me, it was very reminiscent of when he threw Sonny Gray under the bus while trying to trade him. Like, you knew it was over here, wanted to get rid of him, talked a bunch of shit about him, and then got rid of him. It didn't even, the Yankees got nothing, literally nothing for Sonny Gray. The prospect that they ended up getting for him, they traded for lesser prospects just because they didn't want to take up the 40 man roster spot that's so that's before we get too deep into this are do you think i can uh challenge you to find what cashman said about sunny gray i'd like to compare both both quotes because christian maybe you remember you have a good memory was it a direct slap in the face the way he uh, what he said was, it's like, he said, it's, if I'm paraphrasing, 
if I remember correctly, said it's basically it's not going to work here. It's like trying to push a boulder up a mountain, knowing the boulder is going to run back down at you. Okay. Okay. To you, doesn't that sound? It's still crazy. It's still an awful statement. But he's kind of saying, like, it's not going to work here. We're trying. We're trying. He keeps falling back down. Still shitty. But there's something different about sitting. Oh, it was a lot more. No, it was a lot more biting what he said about he's going to get injured. It's clearly become part of his game. Let's get into that for a second. For the fans that were defending Cashman by saying, it's true, you know, it's not like he's lying about it. No kidding. We all know that John Carlos Stanton is going to probably 90, 95% going to get hurt next year and miss a chunk of time. But the fact that he said it's part of his game is a fucking slap in the face to John Carlos Stanton. He could have probably said everything that he said and left that out, and I don't think anybody has a problem with it. 100%. Well, I, I still don't like it unless you have plans, which I agree with you. I think part of this was um was uh premeditated. I think he has an idea of what he's trying to do here. Cashman very rarely goes out and says sh- stupid shit like that without having an idea of where he wants it to go. But that part, no matter what, didn't have to be said. I I I honestly, out of everything this man has said, it was and I'm not def- again, not people will say like my tweet I started with I'm not defending Stanton, as in I'm not. Like He's injured way too often. And then they'll say, but then he goes and defends Stanton. No. Two things can be true at once. Stanton has been unreliable, injured way too often, and we can all acknowledge that. And then the other thing that can also be true is your GM saying that is fucking disgusting. It is. There's no other way to put it. I'm sorry. So uh, I, Cashman I found that sounded great quote. Whenever you guys want to, yeah, go actually, right ahead. I found the audio of it. If you guys want to hear the audio, or sure. you can just read it. All right, play the audio. This is Brian Cashman talking about Sonny Gray. Uh, we are going to move him if we get the right deal, uh, because I don't think it's going to work out in the Bronx. Uh, I don't feel like we can go through the same exercise and expect different results. There are enough teams that think highly enough of him that are interested and understand why Gray pitched poorly. Uh, then he said something about pitching in New York. Until someone walks through your door and lives it, life as a Yankee, it's hard to know. You try to vet every aspect. You plan and work at it. And sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. So not too harsh. There was, an up, there was a boulder up the hill quote too, but... Oh, right. But he is at least justifying it with how difficult it is to play in New York. He's not, he's not attacking Sonny Gray's... I don't know what I want to say here. Like the way he's attacking Stanton is that's become part of his game. He's not saying that about Gray. He's saying how difficult his environment is. It's still not something you say about a player under contract to you that you're actively trying to trade. And, and here's my, here was my biggest issue with it. It was how, how that's conducted. I just, and I'm not someone who's offended or like, Oh, that was mean. It's not about that. It's not about being mean. It's about, I'm so sick of this team not being held, no one being held accountable. Who brought Stanton here? No one blames him, at least any rational fan at the time. He was served up on a silver platter. You had to take him, but Brian, 
He's your guy, dude. He's your fucking player. You don't go out there and say that. That's become part of his game. Fuck you, man. Mm. Well, granted, he should have never said that. We're not defending him, but method to this man's madness. He there did has it. to be. Yeah. I'm telling you, he did this because he wants to trade John Stan, and he knows the only way he can trade John Stan is if Stan agrees to be traded because the guy has a blanket no-trade clause. Can I just can I just play devil's advocate for a second? Even if that's true, there's two things I have a problem with. One, the Yankees are notorious for upping a player's value, like talking about them to the media. But doesn't everybody doesn't everybody know? Right? Right, but what I'm this, saying is... This is not like, a guy in AAA that no one's really, you know, that no one's paying attention but to. Like, or, but my point is... Everybody knows John Carl Stanton is injury prone. Everybody knows he had a, the worst year of his career. Yeah, but my point year. is you don't go out there and say being injured has become part of his game. Who wants him now, guys? Like, that kind of doesn't make sense to me a little bit, but I get it. I get trying to trigger Stanton. Well, that's into, what he was trying to do. He was trying to, in my opinion, you can tell me I'm wrong if you want... No, no, he no, was, I agree he, with you. He was trying to trigger Stan into asking for a trade. Okay, so here's now the second Or if part he had a trade in mind, he right. wanted to trigger him to that he would agree to it. Right, so here's my second part of that. Actually, I have three parts, sorry, and I'll be quick. My second part to that is, and I didn't know this at the time, but Yamamoto's agent is the same as Stan's. Well, that wasn't the brightest move on his part. Okay, so again, <laughs> are we not doing our homework here? Like... We're going to just treat a player like this in public who has an agent of a guy that apparently we want. I mean, again, not making too much sense to me. I like to follow also the not the, stuff it's like It's also this. not the agent's call. Yamamoto is getting the best understood, the dude, or, or but, wants. But how influential can an agent be? We all know. Okay, but again, okay. I don't I think that's I think he was just defending Stanton in his comments. I don't think he's actually going to keep Yamamoto from signing here. Fine. I think he has to have Stan's back in that in that situation, don't you? Yeah, of course. But now here's the third aspect that is probably the most important. What if he doesn't get moved? What now? Stay healthy. Yeah, but dude, come on, man. Now we have a GM. Like, how much? Here's this should be Brian Cashman's goal at this point, other than putting a World Series team together, which I guess these two, these two things go hand in hand. Like, getting rid of the. Any circus fucking, like, you want to talk about t toxic culture or the philosophy failing? He sticks around now, and you have the guy who you just said part of his game was getting fucking injured. Like, it well, just, it, uh, nothing feels good. Nothing. The Yankees were literally a zoo. They called them the Bronx Zoo in the 70s. I know. Well, well they won. It feels the same way, but... It feels like back then it was the Bronx Zoo because of, they were just like crazy aggressive. They were the zoo where and tried to fight Reggie Jackson. You know, right? Maybe back maybe then, we need it. Maybe we need a little of that. No, but here's the thing: back then the Bronx Zoo was like the zoo you went to and the cages broke and you needed to run for your life. Now it's like the clown show. Now it's like the zoo where there's clowns walking around and just well, and it's a circus. Up. Now it's a circus. 
Now it's the Bronx Circus where they're blowing up animal balloons and like tying them together and, and putting up signs for safe zones and like safe places do you, for people. Do you, do you think a lot of that also or some of it has to do with the fact that playing in New York doesn't have that same feel that it once had. It doesn't, it's not that luxury of your playing for the Yankees. Cause it just doesn't, they don't really have that vibe anymore of attracting free agents. I don't know um, if you listen to Garrett Cole, it certainly does. Even those few years since Garrett Cole signed, I think it's, it's gone. Even that trajectory of that has gone down even further. Okay, And I, I understand what you're saying, but, who have the Yankees really, really wanted that they haven't gotten? No one. Right. But, you know, I just I could I could see it maybe turning into that, especially with the comments from uh, Stanton's agent. It's who, certainly becoming a talking point. Because did, did you it, see all that? Because he also represents Yamamoto. Yeah, that's what we were saying before when you were looking uh, uh, stuff yeah. up. Um, it's definitely becoming a, a talking point. Of, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of players, but at the end, but oh shit, you caught yourself. Okay, but if they throw the money at them, they're going to come here. That, that end of the day, and, and you still, I'm sorry if you don't want to put the pinstripes on. You, you for can sure. Can I just say? Can I just say something? That. If yeah. the Yankees offer Yamamoto the best deal, and he says no because Brian Cashman's mean, do you really want him? No, no, I, no but. I can also say two again. Two things can be true at once. No, okay. If you want to be weak and fucking soft, and you don't want a mean GM, whatever, fine. I agree with you there. But at the same time, I also want a GM who's a little bit smarter than that. And and I think both things can be true at once. Isn't even like star player, dude. And it didn't really bother Judge last year. Yeah, but or the year thing before is that. Like, I, I understand your point and I understand your perspective and I agree with it, but it's like, I'm done making any little thing. I'm done talking about any little thing that even remotely justifies Brian Cashman's actions at this point. Not, but here's the thing. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I right? know, but that doesn't mean I, ha right. So you have two options. You can either just suck it up and be a fool and keep rooting for this fucking bullshit or you can step away until something changes. And I'm at the point where I'm about to step away and I'm serious and it fucking breaks my heart. I love huh? this team, man. You think I don't want to root for this team? I'll still watch every game. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch every game, but I, my heart hashtag, is not there. Hashtag I'm done. Okay. Hashtag I'm fucking done, dude. Like my heart is not in it and that's what hurts the most. I will, my heart, if this team- Stop cursing. Go, how, how doesn't like cussing? Okay, cussing. If this team went 0-162, but I knew we had a front office that actually genuinely cared and wanted what was best for this organization and for the team and for the fans and poured it all out there and was honest and transparent and didn't give me the same runaround every single year, my heart would be even more in it. But I just can't, I don't see it and I don't see anything changing. And we say it. Well, this over is why they have. Again. This is why I'm giving them this off season. It's all it's all right in front of them this year. And then you're done? And then hashtag I'm done. Ha Let me tell you something. If they don't go all out, I want all three of us. Hashtag I'm done shirts. Done. I'm done. I, I'm done in the sense that I will never trust this regime to do what is necessary to, to win a championship. I'm right, just, I, 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 now when? 
because I, I I can't turn this switch off of not being a fan. Of course. But I can I can turn the switch off of, of trusting them. Yeah. That I really trust them right now, but this is a big off season here. It's all right in front of them. Right. Just you like have the last four. But okay. I can rationalize a lot of the maneuver. I can't rationalize Bryce Harper. Can't do it. No. Right. But there's a lot of things you can rationalize. Oh, they passed up on eight shortstops. Well, is Anthony Volpe the guy or is he not? I have a just remind me, I have a great question for you. Well, if you really believe in Anthony Volpe, then they were right in not signing any of the shortstops. Now what the problem becomes don't think he's the guy? I never said that. I think he absolutely can be, but we're talking about a right now a right now moment. Is Anthony Volpe the right now guy or was Corey Seager or was anyone else? Who knows, right? I'm not I'm not to a point where I even want to rehash that. All I'm saying is... Corey Seager's in that lineup. I think the, the Yankees are definitely in the postseason. Okay, sure. well, there's your answer, dude. I mean, we're talking about windows, right? I, I Again, agree. this should be the two things can be true at once episode. You can still have faith in Volpe and love that he's here and love that the Yankees had the balls to call him up a little early and give us a peek at, at you know, and let this kid develop in the major leagues. You can also talk and think back on the window here and say maybe not the smartest move passing up on all those shortstops. You can say both things. I'm sorry. And but I, you said you wanna you wanna look at why this is a much different offseason. Spencer Jones is still a couple of years away, right? Let's say it's not like he's knocking at the door to come and play left field or center field for the Yankees. So they need outfielders. Sevy's going to be gone, right? You need to fill holes in this rotation. You can't, as much as I think that Carlos Rodon is going to bounce back and be that be that big bad dog in the rotation that we but we expected him to. I can't trust that he is. So who are you going to pair up with Garrett Cole? That's why the, this is the biggest. This is a really and this is a really big offseason for them because there's no other alternatives in their in their pipeline that, that you can sit there and say, well, we could we could plug in this kid. Dominguez isn't here. Like he's he's missing at least half the year, if not more. Mandatory Tommy John. Mandatory Tommy John. And, Just and to please, stay on the team. I can't deal with people that are diminishing. Dominguez because he's having Tommy John surgery. Like they expect, I've, I've heard enough people call the fan in the last week, and it's that uh, they, they now basically like he's going to be nothing because he's had Tommy John surgery. I, Come I can't, on. I, I, I don't expect that at all. Come on. I so, think, I think it's a little worrisome that Bryce Harper had to move out of the outfield after having Tommy. Tommy John surgery, and if you're comparing it to Dominguez, well, I think that's a little worrisome. Hold on, not necessarily. Let's backtrack a little. What's he that? D- he didn't move out of the outfield because he had to after Tommy John. They wanted his bat back in that lineup way sooner than it should have been. If right. he were an outfielder, he couldn't do it. But next year, let's just say next year, he was like, "Yeah, dude, I want to play the outfield. He'd be fine." I don't know why did they do all to just make the decision that he's a first baseman now. Well, I don't know because it kind of worked, right? I, gr- I mean, he's a butcher over there. I don't think he's great at Who? first base. Who are we talking about? I'm sorry. Bryce Harper. Well, it's, I think it was because they were starting the, – their outfield was booked up. They had Castellano, Schwarber. Yeah, the, those guys worked well, out. Schwarber's a 
DH. I mean, they don't they don't really want him playing the outfield. He wasn't, he wasn't in the outfield at all. He was, but if you see him play the outfield, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's fucking. I gotta good, say, man, but... I know. Sh- I love Sh- here. You know who Joe Schwarber is? I mean, n- not Joe Schwarber because I'm about to talk about uh, what's his name, Mike. What was the dude's name you said was a um, men's softball league? Mike Ford. Mike who? Mike Ford. Mike Ford. Schwarber is the Mike Ford, but that actually has talent. Yeah. Like the way he runs. Ford is Mike Ford at, uh, if you go buy Mike Ford at Walmart, that's Mike Ford. Kyle Schwarber is if you buy him at Target. Right. Kyle Schwarber is the Target Mike Ford. Yeah. He's the Target Mike Ford. For sure. Top shelf. But he, let me ask you this, this question. The first one is just a quick yes or no. If you woke up tomorrow and you saw Volpe for Soto, are you okay with it? Just in a sense of the player for the player. Yes or no? Are you doing it? Yeah. You have to. I- no okay. other prospects involved. I think you. Okay. I think you. So now it happens, right? Let's just say it happens. It's this would never happen. It's just something to think about, real quick. Let's just say it does happen. Are you so happy that Soto's on the team that you don't even think past it, or do you go back and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa"? Now we just traded the guy who we passed up on all those shortstops for. For Juan Soto, and now we don't have a shortstop. I or, personally think we do, but I or don't do know you? Beginning. Or do you still? Because we talked about Brian Cashman getting at least a little weight off his back if he brings Soto here, will be a little less relentless. Well, then he doesn't have to worry about uh, Wash Donaldson blocking Oswald Peraza anymore if he <laughs> trades Anthony Volpe, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so you're that you would be that excited for Soto. You think Soto means that much to this? season that even a Volpe trade wouldn't let let me ask you this question resentment towards Cashman in a backfiring sense if who's who's playing shortstop is Peraza playing shortstop Peraza right yeah I don't know then I wouldn't I wouldn't have resentment towards him because I think that I really think I still think Peraza is going to be a really good major league baseball player so then you just answered your own question about if we should have passed on all those shortstops because you'd be fine with trading Volpe right now, and you'd be fine with Peraza taking over if Soto was here. So imagine we got Corey Seager. Corey Seager. The Yankees had Corey Seager. They wouldn't be getting Juan Soto. Why? Again, how many uh, how many of these contracts do you think the Yankees are handing out here? Soto's on a one year deal. So you think he's. You think he's just going to walk at the end of the year? You think Yankees are making a trade for him and letting him walk? All I'm saying is we're talking about a three-year window, right? Two-year window. I don't care. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Corey Seager is left-handed, if I'm not correct, right? If I'm correct? You're not wrong. Yeah, that's left. Correct. Okay. Would the Yankees really be that desperate for left-handed power if they had Corey Seager? I think that's one of the big uh, reasons why they're looking at Juan Soto is because they need left-handed power so badly, I don't think it would be as much of a need if they had Corey right. Seager. Would you? And my point okay. of all this is not to even go down this rabbit hole. My point is to say that that's how bad Juan, you want Juan Soto here, is that you'd even be okay with, with our starting shortstop, who we love, 
okay and wanting to do something are two different things. I would not. Well, I don't want to trade him for Juan no, Soto. No, no, of course, of course not. And the and and San Diego wants pitching, right? So who, realistically, who would the two guys? Don't they have a guy in in the minors? Uh, I think King team? and Sh- I yeah Thorpe, but I think King and Schmidt are really what's going to move this deal. And that's yeah. a no brainer. A uh, duh, <laughs> for sure. And 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 with each day that passes, it becomes a little more clear that San Diego is one hundred percent putting Soto up on the trading block. Unless you're John Heyman, who is the only one that doesn't think he's getting traded. So in what yeah. world? In what world? If that's true, if Soto gets traded to somewhere, in what world is it not the Yankees? In the real world, it should be. I mean, there shouldn't be any world where he's not traded to the Yankees because everybody is telling you the same thing, is that really the big three suitors for him are going to be the Yankees, the Cubs, and the Mariners. Mariners. And the pitching that the Mariners and the Cubs have that San Diego wants, they don't want to trade. I know the Mets are in that talk too, but the Mets Mets don't have the pitching. The Mets don't have the pitching to trade. The Mets need the pitching just as bad as they do. So So it becomes... Which one of those are you willing to part with? To me, it's both of them. I, I honestly, if the trade is Schmidt and King, and then some other stuff, that's fine. Oh, Why yeah. would you? How do you let either one of them stop you from making this deal? No, and let me tell you something, man. If you're a Yankee fan and you want to have your your, in my opinion, dumb reasons for not wanting Soto in this lineup thinking he's going to be a bus, whatever, at least, at least I'll, I'll take the time to hear your side out and try to rationalize. But I swear to God, and I know it's going to happen. If I see fans that are complaining about anyone we've given up for Soto, any realistic person that's going to go for Soto, if I see this phrase, like, how could we give up these prospects? First, I'm going to fucking lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose it. I don't even think the Yankees are going to have to give up a guy like Spencer Jones in this trade. No, 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 they're not. I really think that when you look at what the realistic return is going to be for a one-year Juan Soto, it's extremely palatable for the Yankees to make this move. And everyone's saying it, dude. Everyone. Yeah, Hirsch made Hirsch made a good point in the chat. Trading King and Schmidt for Soto makes more sense if you sign Yamamoto too. And completely, and I think that yeah, what's what makes me a little nervous uh, about Yamamoto is that I don't. First of all, Sal Licata was a guest on the show because why, Chris? Why was Sal Licata a guest on the show? Because you fucking triggered him. It triggered him because he took a shot at who? Uh, Garrett Cole. Took a no, shot at Garrett Aaron Cole. Judge. Was it Cole? No, he took a shot at it was Garrett. And then Cole. he did take a shot at Judge recently, didn't he? Didn't he say yeah, something about the, re- the about the wall and when he went to yeah, the wall? Recently? I probably he Your probably brain blocked did. it out. Okay, okay, it was Garrett Cole. You're right. He took a shot at Garrett Cole. I called him out on social media. He came back at me. I said, "Come on, my podcast and, and discuss it." And, and to his credit, him. he. And to his credit, he did. Last sure. smart thing he ever did in his career. Uh, anyway, today, that he holds, we did, okay? okay. Uh, 
he hosts okay. baseball night in New York on SNY where Cuckboy Martino and some other in, insiders are, are on there. And today, Lakata said that he doesn't get the he gets the feeling based on what his what the people on that show have said to him or insinuated that the Yankees aren't really interested in Yamamoto. Their interest is solely because Yamamoto is interested in them. Now, and I know you said you could believe it because it is front office and whatever. Fine. Chris, Sal, everybody listening, how Steinbrenner flew to fucking Japan to watch this guy pitch. Right. I got to think that the Yankees are interested in him on a level beyond just because he's interested in them. You can't wake up Hal Steinbrenner to fucking do anything. And he got on a plane to go watch this guy pitch in Japan. True. And I agree with you. And I, and I know I agree with you because I could have said it before you said it. However, there's a word that we forgot about that we've, that we've talked about with this front office. And I don't think he, they go this far, but. Again, you think, gonna... he's ga- you think it was gaslighting? No, 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 <laughs> no. Like, look, yeah, guys, hold... we really like him. We no, 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 away... no, 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 no. Hold on. Okay. All I'm saying is I'm going to be skeptical until something happens. So here's, here's where I would be skeptical on this. We've talked about the Yankees. We've talked about the optics. And I'm not saying you take a trip out just for optics. I'm saying if you want to be that person who's skeptical beyond anything, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shut you down for for saying it was all optics because I don't trust this organization at all. I don't think it was all optics. I, I think don't they think have so a either. legitimate interest in him. What I said to you on the show last week, you'd have to week. be blind not to. What? Right? You'd have to be blind not to have a genuine interest if this guy's available. Hey, my question, what I brought up to you last week or two, whenever it was, is that is he Garrett Cole to the game? Can they part ways at some point? No, no, no. He's not Garrett Cole. Look, well, then that's where you can be skeptical about whether or not they're going to get him. Because I, if he is if he is Garrett Cole to the Yankees, he's going to be a Yankee. Because as you guys admitted earlier, who have the Yankees chased in free agency that they wanted and did not get? Well, and and let's take that a step further on how if Brian Cashman has had one shining shining light in his performance since 2016 what would you say it would be what was it, what's his strength would you say sleeping outside for charity <laughs> maybe Bullpen? no the international slut money man okay oh uh, yeah he's good he, with that. he pulls in oh, yeah. some good talent from overseas this isn't that though this is just a straight free agent I, thing i understand that but my point is that when we're not dealing with guys within the free agent market you know, they were just on a major league team or within trades recently, pitching wise. I think Cashman can pull this off. Let me ask you this just to be skeptical. Do you think his statements of Stanton could have possibly been not just to piss off Stanton, but to get that reaction from Yamamoto's agent so that he has an excuse for not going after him? I don't even think he. I don't even think he thought two seconds about yeah, that being about something like that. Because it, it feels shit. like, and and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading into it too much. It feels like the Yankees are so calculated that they will start throwing out narratives to to the media. I'm not going to say that you're crazy for thinking it. I just don't think Brian that that's. 
Brian Cashman's and reasoning. That's fair, for but do, do you agree with me? It feels like the Yankees will find ways before we even think about it to give themselves an excuse if something doesn't happen that the whole fan base knows should. We all know the, how the YPM works. Right. I think the only reason Brian Cashman said what he said about Stanton is to trigger Stanton so he can get him out of here. Couldn't agree more. I just remember we had a super chat from a little while ago from David Douglas. Says, double D. Okay. What up, double D? And no, double D's. Uh, no trust. Uh, wait, hold on. I don't trust them when they are looking at Margo. Wow. That's what he said. So it's a different potential outfielder joining the Yankees. Yeah, I would not. Here, here's caliber. A, Manny Margot is not a very good baseball player, but. He is against the Yankees. But I don't think it's realistic. And this is me saying, I don't think it's realistic that the Yankees are going to get two star outfielders this year. I think that they are 100% in on Juan Soto. I think that is. I'd give it right now, and you could. This is me being optimistic, maybe for my own sanity. Eighty percent that he's a Yankee in in twenty twenty four. I think it's the eighty percent possibility that they. That's they so him. low. That's so. Like I like eighty. I but no, I don't. I, would, I just I feel like that's so low for you. I don't trust San Diego. I don't know if they'll do the right thing. That's the only uh, reason there why. It is. Now it makes fuck sense. Yourself, San Diego. Now it makes sense. So San Diego. The, man, Yankee, you the Yankee apologist. I don't want Margot, dude. He bats righty. I'm not. I can't. Yeah, fuck righties, I don't want to bring in any righties. You're right. I also. Right. I want left. No, absolutely. I think the Yankees should look to even if it is a stop. But I think the Yankees other outfield acquisition is going to be somebody to cover them in the short term. Yeah, I don't think they're looking for somebody to play center field long term. I still real. I I don't know. I think that the then, Yankees are envisioning Jason Dominguez being the center then, fielder dude, for the next yeah, ten or years. Or it's then Bellinger, me, and then Bellinger swaps over to first base. When then Dominguez let me tell you something. Back. I'm fine with that, Christian. Under one circumstance, that when Dominguez is back, it's a rehab assignment to get to the major leagues, and it's not starting in double a and working his way back up and maybe they'll call him up no if that's your excuse i'm fine with it but then you also have to tell me in the same breath that dominguez is part of this team and when he's healthy he will he will work his way back up to the major leagues just as if he were a true major league player at this point can you agree with this statement probably not but go Dominguez will be here based on the Yankees' desperation for offense in 2024. Mm, yeah, that could be the f- deciding factor where Again, the team ta- is at at the time. Yeah, we're talking about a, uh, 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 a non-toxic, well-run team. So, no, I can't agree with it. I can agree with it in a rational sense of if this team was run properly, but no, I can't. I think the Yankees, if the Yankees are rolling, rolling next year, they're scoring a ton of runs. I really don't think they rushed Dominguez back at all. I then don't, you I really... can't get me Margot. Then you need to get me Bellinger also. Sorry. Done. End of discussion. Then you're just End making a discussion. No, I'm not then making just, this. No, then you're just making if they don't, if they don't a stop need... gap, right? You said a stop gap. A stop gap could be for the entire year. You understand that, right? What yeah. if he has a, what if he has a setback? Nope. Then you're, then you're, then you're giving up a much better player. And that's not, it's not excusable. 
What if he has a setback and he can't play this year? Don't get exactly. Then get me Bellinger. Get Bellinger regardless, and just deal. And he could be, and, and he would be the stopgap. Hey, there's who, a DH. There's a DH spot open because the guy who used to play there, you said, won't fucking be here. There's there's not a DH spot open. There's a first baseman uh, glove that needs to be filled. And that too, yeah. As much as I like Rizzo, uh, do you think Rizzo's making it through next year? Yeah, you can't. You can't give me an excuse for not getting Bellinger. Also, just because you get Soto, I don't. I'm not. I'm. I don't. Look, I'm not saying that's what I would do. I'm saying I think in a realistic world, that's I don't want to live in a realistic happen. world anymore. That's not hey, Chris. What, if they get Yam, if, if they I, pull off Yamasoto and fucking get me. Any more go? Are you going to be pissed? Come on, be real for a I second. I didn't say I was going to. I didn't say I would be pissed. All the minute, if, the, if the Yankees get Soto in and Yamamoto, and then Manny in Margot a realistic is world, in a realistic world, this team wouldn't have missed the playoffs this year. In a realistic world, Brian Cashman wouldn't be the GM. In a realistic <laughs> world, Aaron Boone would no longer be the manager. We're not living in a realistic world anymore. We're living in the fucking twilight zone. So right, even in the Yankees, forced, twi- if we're going to be forced Yankee to live twilight in the twilight zone, zone, I'm going to live in it, and I'm going to live. I'm going to live luxuriously. I want so everyone even in and fuck the Yankee. You. Even in the Yankee twilight zone, okay. If if you, if Juan Soto's in left field and Yamamoto starting Game Three of the season, and Manny Margot is the center fielder on opening day, you're not going to complain about that. Do you ever see the Twilight Zone episode? No, where it's the camera. And they take a picture, but it takes a picture Seems of zero episodes of the Twilight. Yeah, Zone. what does it take a picture of? They take a picture of someone like they're standing by a window, but the picture comes out like three minutes in the future. Yeah, and it's like the guy was thrown through the window. I want that to happen for Brian Cashman in my fucking episode so of the Yankee the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Answer the question: Are you gonna be? Are you gonna come on here complaining if Manny Margot is a center fielder if they get Yamasoto? Here's my you, here's, here's my ahead. answer, and it, and it is the most realistic answer you're going to get from me. If the Yankees don't at least win a pennant until that happens, I will fucking complain about everything. I will complain about everything. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I will at least step back and say rationally and realistically whether or not I feel Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner did everything they needed to do. To make this the best team, I don't and think I, there's a fan alive that can be unhappy with the offseason if the Yankees get Yamamoto and Soto. I never said re- I'd be unhappy re- about it, regardless of what else happens. I never said I'd be unhappy about it. But if we get the same shit, if it's the I don't injuries think, after I, I, injury after injury, and then and then we're just, just cursed, can't, can't beat the Astros and all this shit. Like here's, but here's the thing, Christian. Maybe maybe we are just cursed, right? Maybe it is just the players. But dude, when this thing, when these things happen within an organization, no matter what type of business you're in, baseball, fucking retail, I don't care. When this starts to happen, where you can't, where you can't get, are you there, Ryan? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, he we just lost got him. booted, huh? Man, he was about to make a really good fucking point too. I don't. You really think he was going to make a good point? Because I don't. No. No, nah, I don't. I don't. I mean, come on. Who are we talking about here? It's Chris. Man, dude. I don't... Look, he's chunked. He's he's frozen on the screen. That's it. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's, that's the end. Just died that you did that you did the mic mon- you did the mic eulogy for. Didn't you just do one? 
who who, who passed away? Uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> shoot, who was it? It was uh, who did I do it for, man? I gotta look it up. My back. Yeah, you're back. You're back. What happened there? Chunked out. I was saying when that when that shit happens, you clear house, man. When that black uh, cloud doesn't was, leave, I'm not gonna even say. You clear house, and this team won't do it. Is it to me, though? So I know. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? What are you worry about? Nothing. We were trying There's... to figure out. The he did latest. a mic eulogy. Yeah. yeah. I, and I guess we I can't say it. who it is. Well, I just feel like it's a little insensitive since it just happened. Bobby Knight. Bob, the Bob Knight eulogy. It, was. Yeah, hilarious. I think the Bob Knight was one, and then this guy was. Uh... I'm just going to text it to you guys. It was the it was the owner of the Padres. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the owner of Padres. Oh, yeah. but, I forgot. No, re- so no, hold on, rest R. in R. peace to the owner of the Padres because if Soto becomes a Yankee, apparently his death is a big reason. All right, I'm let's serious. not go down. I maybe no, no, no. no oh, he's right. All I said was RIP. We'll explain why, and then I'll be like, oh, okay. Because apparently, if he were alive, the Padres would have went all in again. Reason be- why the Padres have been spending this crazy, stupid money over the last couple of years because they were trying to win before he died. Oh, right. Shit. Same as the White Sox. No, isn't the White Sox I- owner kind of in the same boat? Did he die already? I don't think. I'm so. not trying to be insensitive, but no, they- no, no, I don't. I think he's still alive. But I think they did try the same thing because he was. Yeah. Not, uh, he's he's an older gentleman. Almost positive. But that didn't work out for them either. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All I'm saying is that Yamasoto, I don't think it's going to be Manny Margot. I really don't think the Yankees are going to do that. There, there it is, baby. I love you. I do. I love you're such a kid at heart. You are. You're a 40-year-old you're, you're kid. Because I don't think it makes any sense for them. That's Bro, why. but what have if, you if done he was that the same exact, sense? If he was the same exact... Well, Hold on. Again, follow the evidence, bro. Where, what team are you rooting for that makes sense? When have they made sense? That's why I think Manny Margot actually does make sense because of how much he doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't think so. I think it makes sense. He doesn't make any sense at all, except for that he plays a position they need to fill for a couple months. There, well, that sounds like good enough sense to me for this fucking team. Does Blake Snell make sense? Because Ra wants to know. Raz got a point of here. Of course Super he does. Chat. Here's something to consider. Yamamoto is very good in Japan and unproven in the majors. Tell me why you won't consider Snell, who's a two-time Cy Young award I'll winner, has been in the fire. I'll tell you why, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I th- and I could be wrong. I could absolutely be wrong, okay. and I will eat my words if I am. I think this was the end of Snell. I do. I don't see him coming close right, to being prime at thing. the yep. Yeah, about that's how closed. I feel about him as well. I'll still take him. Are you going to take him at thirty million dollars a year? I think you're buying yeah, two point two five VRA this year. You're going to you're going to buy really high on him. Yeah, you're buying yeah. high, and you're probably getting a middle of the line, end of the rotation by the end of his contract right. starter. Right. So doesn't make a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, it's his to me. best year by far since two thousand. Do you think Cole's still going to be an ace in six years? You're, of course, you're, that's what it's the end of the contract's going to look like. Hmm. I, but again, I'm kind of contradicting myself. I don't care end of contract right now. I just don't think Snell is going to be I the guy. You're I don't think the Yankees for. are. I don't think the Yankees are interested in Snell. I I keep hearing them are they're interested in Aaron Nola, which I 
I'm just not into that at all. He's a big game pitcher, but I don't like the durability factor. But kind was, of a Brian, why, why, why don't you look at how far he dropped off last year? Yeah, yeah he was I, kind of a bust. Sure, but look at how he pitched in the postseason. He, I feel like he had a, a lot Can of you good... buy him low, you think? I, I no, I what are you gonna you're gonna have to no, give him I don't think plus. so. I think he would. And Blake Snell, he's only 30 years old, too. So I, I know he's pitched a, a lot of big games, a lot of you know, a few years now, but he's he's only 30. Garrett Cole's 33, so maybe his window isn't closing. Maybe this is yeah, I uh, guess Snell was around when he was young. You know, huh? He had a few 2008 was his you know, first. You, you look at 2021 was his first year with San Diego, he had a four. 20 era and like that's his first year there last year at 338 so he dropped it and then this year at 225 so it could have been a matter of you know getting comfortable pitching in a new division and he won when the Cy Young don't he won in 2018 he went 21 and 5 with a 1.89 so 10 years after his debut season I believe yeah he he debuted in 2016 who Snell yeah oh I'm thinking of uh who am I thinking of Archer Maybe yeah. This was 2008. Yeah. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. I just I I know a lot of people are against it, but uh. he's coming off a Cy Young award. That's that's just he's in line to to really make out nice. T- this I'm offseason. not saying I wouldn't take Snell. I never cared for him. You're gonna you're gonna fucking pay him. Yeah, you're D- gonna have to pay him. But dude, again, I'm not living in reality anymore. I don't care. That's not an excuse to me anymore. Oh, put it up again. Who's if you have one hundred plus million dollar contract to hand out to a pitcher, Yamamoto or Blake Snell, Yamamoto. Mm, yeah, yeah. I really, I'm really high on Yamamoto. I think he's a perfect fit. I'm not huge rotation. on the Japanese on the Japanese uh, league. I, uh, Chris said it's not used on the Japanese. He said okay, he said. Japanese. Sorry, Why? I, I mentioned he's from Japan. Okay. I feel like that argument though is becoming less and less um, accurate. Like it's as almost though they're not catching up completely but i feel like that league has gotten even more the issue with japanese pitchers is that they have to adjust yeah. to the schedule they don't pitch schedule, every five days. rotation the weight of the ball i don't know if those my were bigger issue other than i guess otani Masahiro tanaka do he did phenomenal he's one of my favorite yankees but here's the problem and and tanaka is my point of reference here he's paid as a as a fucking can't be touched ace right because of how well he pitches in japan and then he comes here and i'm not saying he wasn't great but he was never that guy he was never also had to change the way he pitched because he that's fine but that you're you're just adding to my argument no he got hurt though but why did he get hurt because you you just said are you blaming the balls maybe i'll blame some balls maybe i'll blame the pitching schedules Think Masahiro Tanaka sucked after he got injured, dude. I I'll stay. I'll say it again. Masahiro Tanaka will go down as one of my favorite. So what if what if Yamamoto Yoshinobu, uh, Yamamoto? All I'm saying is, can we pay him as a three? No, you could pay him as an. You're going to pay him him at least at the very least. Fine with me. Fine with me. But can we at least just not expect him to be a one B because he's not going to be. What if he's a what if he's a what if he is a number two, an exact number two. I'll fucking take that number two yeah, all day. Absolutely, man. All and day. then, you know, our main 325. 
the 350 ERA. Bro, he's money, gonna make you, any money you say to me. Oh, you're talking ERA. Sorry. He's going he's gonna to make 32 starts a year, give you 180 to great. 200 innings. That sounds great to well, me. And that's that's the key if you're going to compare Yamamoto with Snell because our uh, NYY Underground, whoever's in the chat, as I guess that's Pete, only issue with Snell, if we're comparing there, is he has thrown 180 innings pitched only twice in eight years. And this wow. is a team that is desperate for durability no. in that rotation. So that and if you look right yep, you're right, the SGR. one thing where that's Garrett Cole stood out above everybody else. 209 innings yep, pitched. Not even close. That's, I mean, that was the biggest eye opener uh, of Garrett Cole versus all the other Cy Young contenders. You get now. an instant boner when you look at when you look at that number. Yeah, and that, then let's. I just want to bring up. Sorry, Christian, make if you have a point about. Oh, and I said that's such an underrated part of Garrett Cole's game. And again, we're going back to Garrett Cole, but yeah. the guy takes the. He's. And imagine yeah. where those innings pitch numbers would be if the Yankees weren't afraid to let him fucking go deeper into games. Dude, he had at least another five to six innings in him if he was with a team that wasn't scared to let him pitch. 120 innings if Aaron Boone's not his manager. I guess I guess closer um, to 20? You don't think he had another 11 innings in him? Or somewhere oh, come on. Him? How many times was he taking oh, out of the game with 95 pitches? Strip and stretch. Oh, for sure. I thought you said another twenty. Your mic cut out. Yeah, he had another twenty. Who the fuck knows if he could have had another twenty in him? Okay. And then I guess the other guy is Aaron Nola. He's probably going to get paid a nice amount, but he he had a. I thought his postseason was a little bit better this year, but here in in his four starts, he went his first start seven innings, no earned runs, then five and two thirds, two earned runs, then six innings, no earned runs. Then he had kind of a bit of a clunker, four and a third with four and runs in that game six. Uh, yeah, that was loss. a bad game for him. Yeah. You know what triggers me the most about Garrett Cole's season this year? What? That he didn't even make the postseason? Oh, did he look like he ran? He was running out of gas? No, that's a good point, too. There was never really a moment. There was Hold on. So maybe during the season that. Yeah, right. So maybe. Bit, but... So maybe. I hate to do it. I hate to sound like Christian here, but maybe the whole like. Not letting him go that extra mile is worth it. Mm-hmm. My whole, my whole thing, my point is that I think he was still at a point in the season where he was fucking strong as hell, and now he's just got to, he just had to go home to Amy and the kids Dude. instead of going to Pigeon. <laughs> Christian, Christian, I can make, you can make your argument by just reading the line of his final game. It was the best game of his fucking season. No, I the twin. You, I don't know. I don't know if it was the best one. It was one of the twin game was really good. Well, how many strikeouts? He had a lot of strikeouts that game, didn't he? Well, he had five in the final game. No, no, no. I know. And in, in the game you're talking about, that was his real. I think he was intent. Uh, definitely. I think it was pretty much over. Uh, I think it was thirteen, to be honest. But yeah, but that's another thing. Yeah, I, I just want. I we could talk about Garrett Cole all day. You could. The guy. The guy. The guy knows how to pitch now. I and here we'll segue into this because I want we're running past an hour now. I just want to get this out here, uh, real quick. I was a big proponent of this of the pitch clock helping Garrett Cole. You don't you didn't seem to think that it was going to matter. I thought I, it did. No, I agreed with you. I agreed with you on that. Uh, okay, uh, if you say so. It was ten uh, strikeouts I, in that game. Ten against Minnesota. Did yeah. he give up a run? He gave up one run, right? Uh, yeah. No, complete game shutout. 
Was it another shutout? Okay, so he's got two shutouts under his belt this year. The guy was fucking fantastic this year. Fantastic, yeah. So, um, I, I, dude, check the tapes. Sat here and lost my mind about it in the off season, but after watching an entire year of it, I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. The pitchcock? Yeah. Not at all. I hate that they're trying to change it with runners on, but that's a whole other. Episode. You would have to say the pitch clock did not really deter your enjoyment of watching baseball this year. No, not at all, because I thought it was going to be in my view like it wasn't spring training and it wasn't. It was out of the way. But let me just get back to the point where you said I didn't agree with you with Cole. No, I never disagreed with you at all. I thought that that was a great point that you made and that it could help. My disagreement came after the season. When I said we have to be fair to Garrett Cole, that pitch clock could only help so much, right? Because if you're going to be off, you're going to be off. Like, even if the pitch clock helped him all year, maybe it did help him mentally. If you're going to have a day where you're truly off, it doesn't matter if there's a pitch clock or not. This guy was so good that it didn't matter pitch clock or not. This guy just didn't get touched. Yeah, except for the one game where he needed to not get his ass kicked and he did whatever was that boston what were we doing that day oh yeah we were at chris's house whatever no we were at the live oh, show it was a, it was a live oh that show. one we're, what game were we watching uh that was clark schmidt on the bump that game it was against boston though yeah yeah that that game sucked I, but now that they're trying to mess with the pitch clock again and they want to lower the amount of time you have with runners on base by two seconds Makes no sense. Yeah, well, the reasoning behind it is that the the average game, uh, the it would go it would be like two hours and twenty five minutes. I think was the average. And then by September, it upticked to two hours forty four minutes or something like that. So because you noticed the, that teams were taking advantage in certain ways of, of like calling timeout when they could and figuring out they ways learned how to it. they learned how to play with it. Yeah. So See. now they're trying to now one up the players. Right, and that's the media. That's the what we give the media the of the reasoning, right? You want to know mm-hmm. the real reasoning? Yeah. What was the most exciting thing for people this year? What was Taylor like Swift? That's NFL. Okay. What was the biggest talk? Like, oh my god, this net! I couldn't believe this happened. This would never happen. Can't believe it. Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, yeah. Stolen bases, 70? Something like that. Oh, people like that, huh? People like guys running and producing runs. Let's just make it it even harder for the pitcher. And and to bring that back to Garrett Cole once again. 73. We're talking about a guy who had a season, the season that he had, and we're missing the biggest context. Pitching, ERA, and everything was so high this year. It was up in every single fucking Mm -hmm. stat. This guy not only had the best year since when, 1978 for the Yankees? I would say. One of the best seasons we've seen in major leagues, in the major leagues, in the American League at least, in a long time. He did this in a year where pitching in general was higher than it's been in a long, long time. Pitching was yeah. not in pitching had a disadvantage this year. I and, 
and this guy fucking had the best year of his career. Or the Cheech or Chong? It was it was uh, Chichi and Changi. Cheech, Chichi Changi. Okay. So I gotta admit when I'm wrong, okay, because now that we have okay. a full season to look at it, I like the pitch clock. Okay. Okay. Uh, I really, honestly, do though. I I miss the te- a little bit of that tension, especially when you get in the postseason, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have to worry about that as Yankee fans this year, but I think overall you have to say not having to watch a four and a half hour game every night has its advantages. <laughs> I guess. As long, I look, here's where I am though. As long as the Yankees are winning and like they're, they never had one really hot streak this year where it was like, oh my god, I can't wait to you, turn this. Are you team blaming? On. Are you blaming the pitch clock for that? No, no, no. What I'm saying is I don't care if it's a five-hour game or a two-hour game. When the Yankees I don't care are... if the game takes fucking till tomorrow morning. I still play. love it's, baseball. It's... Sure, it was nice. Fine. But let me tell you something right now. If Garrett Cole had the worst year of his career this year, and it seemed to be because of the pitch clock, you'd be hating it. <laughs> yeah, but That's... I knew that wasn't going to be the I case. Would, I would I... be hating it, for sure. For sure. I had it first. All right. Did. And that did not happen. All right. So Garrett Cole Cy Young Award. Congratulations to Garrett Cole uh, on on the honor. And uh, Brian Brian Cashman uh, hates John Carl Stanton. Okay, but Dick Beck. Yeah, yeah, he's he fucking sucks. Uh, he's gonna get hurt again. <laughs> uh, piece of trash. Change Why does he name. just come? Gonna, he should change his name back to Mike. I. I you just come out and say that. Yeah. I Seriously. liked it more when he was Mike. I thought we were signing Mike Stanton. Uh, you know, we're getting this John Carlo is just constantly getting injured. Uh, it's part of his game now, and uh, we have to adjust. But, you know, he's, he definitely won't be playing every day. You know, while we're at it, DJ LeMayhew also sucks. Not the player we thought he was. Uh, if, he you roasting, that, roasting if you clipped team. that and just put out the audio, you'd have yeah. a tough time convincing people it wasn't Gashman. Starts bashing everybody. It's just a roast with Brian Cashman. <laughs> Doomed. Doomed. Yeah. We could possibly do that in the offseason. The roast yeah. with Brian Cashman. Yeah. That would be know, great. All my you, all the bench coaches, they sucked. You know, Carlos Mendoza, congratulations, new Met yeah. manager. Yeah, he sucked here. Uh, he's <laughs> just, you know, he never could get over the hump, the only time he was ever in the manager's position was when our manager uh, would get ejected. Uh, you know, I never really saw him as a leading man, but, uh, yeah, you know, apparently, you know, same with Rob Thompson, same with uh, Joe Espada. Uh, uh, three three Yankee coaches in the last year have got yeah. managerial gigs. And, no, and, you know, it's, Aaron, it's tough Aaron Boone's still here. Yeah, it's tough here, and then, you know, I'm sure it'll be good elsewhere. Asshole. Your mic cut out. Yeah, man. Now your guys' connections shit. Man, I'm the king now. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going home here. Okay. All right. So. All right. So uh, we wanted just because uh, we're not going to be there. Will be no new show next week. We're we're just going to take the week off and and uh, relax a little bit. Okay, although gobble gobble gobble, right. gobble gobble turkey gobble. day. So uh, you won't be hearing from us next week. We'll be back the following week. Hopefully, there will be uh, some excitement to talk about. Okay, Yamamoto. All right. Juan Soto. Uh, but 
on uh, you know on my behalf i just want to wish everybody uh listening and happy thanksgiving uh and if unless you're not american offensive to you okay. unless you're offended because you're not american okay. or, or you or you think we stole land from indi- indigenous people okay uh, uh we are yeah, going to start I mean, banging <laughs> but uh honestly i am i am thankful that this show is now uh going into 2024 and there's the way it started in 2017 uh i'm thankful for everybody that's in the chat and and continues to support this show i uh, wish nothing but health and happiness for your families as we approach the holiday season so happy thanksgiving to everybody and if like i said if you're offended by indigenous people getting their land taken or you're just not american enjoy your enjoy your thursday okay yeah, just enjoy your okay. Thursday, okay? Uh, okay uh okay Okay. But uh, unless you guys have anything else to say, we'll take it home here. Okay. That's it, man. That's it. So we'll be back in two weeks after the holidays to uh, continue to look at what the Yankees will be doing in the offseason. Hopefully there will be something, like I said, there will be something there for us. Okay? Okay. Okay. Oh, and, and before we sign off here, I have to say this, because apparently last week or two weeks ago, I had said that, my cousin is an Eagles fan, and I'm supposed to clarify that it's my ass-eating cousin Adam that wow. is an Jesus. Eagles fan. Okay, well, right. I'm also. Have, an Eagles I was fan. told that I have to. I have to clarify that. Okay. okay, I was told that I have to clarify that. So okay. Anyway, uh, so we want to thank everybody that's uh, been in the chat all night, and if you're still there and haven't done so already, smash the like button, subscribe to NYYU. Congratulations to uh, Pete. You know, it's all Pete's hard work uh, for getting this channel over 20K. So now we're on the push for 30. Let's get there by opening day. Okay. So subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Uh, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating and review. So thank you, everybody, for your continued support of NYYU and NYYST. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 358, uh, SGR. Go Yanks. Let's say goodbye. Peace. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. But a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told him last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that text. From way downtown, but it's just a